0: Let me know if this sounds like you. You're a teacher who's at their wits end, burned out, or maybe you're just stressed to the max. You want to get on the road to burnout recovery, but you don't know what to do, how to get there, or... If it's even possible, I hear you and I want to help, but we didn't get into burnout on the same path. So why should recovery be any different? That's why I wanted to share with you a brand new free resource that I have on my website. It's called the personalized roadmap to teacher burnout recovery. In this quick, less than five minute quiz, you'll answer questions that will help identify your needs, your strengths, and your weaknesses. Once you've completed it, you will have access to the personalized roadmap to burnout recovery. That's going to give you your next best steps to take on your recovery journey, packed with resources and support along the way. Head over to teachingmindbodyandsoul.com slash quiz or head over to the link in the show notes. I cannot wait to see your action steps along the way. Enjoy today's episode. Welcome back to episode 36 of the Resilient Teacher Podcast. Overwhelmed teachers will know exactly what I mean by the Sunday scaries. And hey, I'm not immune to it. The Sunday scaries can really kind of take over if you let them. And I've been that person who let the Sundays dictate my whole outlook for the rest of the week, steal the joy of my weekends off. And that's why in today's episode, I'm going to be extremely real with you, tell you a story that I've never shared anywhere else on social media about my experience with burnout and the Sunday scaries. Share with you three reasons. you could be experiencing the Sunday scaries, and then empower you with three ways you can begin reclaiming your weekends, your Sundays, and your life. So let's jump right in. Hey there, and welcome to the Resilient Teacher Podcast, the podcast giving overwhelmed and burned out teachers inspiration, sustainable strategies, and reigniting passion for teaching. I'm Brittany, a special education teacher and teacher resilience and retention strategist, and I am on a mission to inspire educators to prioritize their mental health and individualize their self-care routines so that they can live a balanced, fulfilling life as an educator while making a bigger impact in their classrooms and communities. Before we get into this episode, I want to give a community reviewer of the week shout out to Melissa Sinderman, who left a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. She says, the Resilient Teacher Podcast was the help that I've been looking for as a stressed out educator. I have immediate takeaways to help me be more focused in the classroom and be more present at home. While this podcast isn't a magic pill, it is helping me come back to why I started as a teacher. Thank you, Brittany. And I just want to shout you out, Melissa, for sharing this time with me and for listening to the podcast and making changes in your life so that you can actually live fulfilled. So if you're here and you're listening today, I just want to say, hey, I absolutely love creating content that helps teachers and empowers them. Because if you didn't know already, I think that teachers are capable of creating the change that we need to see in education. And I believe that it starts with just prioritizing your mental health. Feeling more validated, more supported. And it is such a fire under my booty to know how I'm helping you guys when I get your messages and reviews. So if you like what you hear, it would mean the world to me if you'd leave a review on Apple Podcasts, do a quick little typey typey and share how this podcast has helped support you or sharing the episode in your story so that we can get into the ear holes of more teachers who need the support, validation, pick me up, all that fun stuff. But today's episode is really a pep talk for those of you who are struggling with the Sunday Scaries. And if this is your first time joining us on the podcast, these episodes are structured a little bit different than my interviews with teachers or experts different than my more how-to style tip episodes. These pep talks are my attempt to create a more authentic way for you to connect with me, to show you that you really are not alone, for you to feel like you have that support on your hardest days, even if, and especially if you don't have that community, in your school building. It's meant to be something that you can put on a playlist and have it when you need it because so often we just need somebody who's been there and done that and knows just what to say, who has found their way out of the madness, the burnout cycle, all of that because in these episodes I'm going to share a little bit more about what goes on behind the scenes in my life and Sort of pull back the veil, if you will. So, if you don't already know what the Sunday scaries are, and good for you if you don't know what that is mentally or don't know that mentality, it's basically where you're anxious or you're dreading the feeling of the entire week ahead of you on Sundays. Headspace.com, which is a meditation app that is great, I'm going to link it in the show notes, has an article about it. And it states that the Sunday scaries or the Sunday blues, as they're sometimes called, are feelings of anxiety or dread that happened the day before heading back to work. According to a LinkedIn survey, 80% of professionals say that they experience the Sunday scaries. And 90% of millennials or Gen Z report that they feel it too. That's a ridiculous number of people who struggle with this problem, which is exactly why I wanted to create this episode. Basically, that means you're sitting there. You're getting anxious about something that hasn't even happened. And that's kind of like the epitome of anxiety, right? You're telling yourself stories about something that hasn't even happened. Happened, And when you frame it that way, it's kind of like eye-opening, that you're wasting your time or your energy on things that may or may not even occur. And so before we dive into this whole Sunday Scaries pep talk, I want to be really transparent with y'all. I have never shared this story anywhere else on social media before, so if I'm honest, I'm a little bit nervous to share it so publicly, um, especially since I know that over a 1,000 of you listen to this every week. And these pep talks should feel like we're two teacher besties really chatting about our problems, so I want to be transparent in that way. And you all know that I've discussed my burnout before, how I came to realize it, but there are definitely pieces that I've left out. So let me just kind of set the stage for you. It's January 2018. That's exactly five years ago. I was going through a really tough divorce. I had just had my second daughter. My oldest daughter was three at the time. And so at home, I was dealing with a lot of changes in my body, my mind, my mental health. Not only was I handling these challenges of becoming a single parent and all that that entails with a small baby and a toddler, but I also suffered a major tib-fib fracture in my ankle area, and that required surgery and 12 screws and plates. So needless to say, all of those challenges became even more challenging because now I couldn't even drive myself anywhere. I was in physical pain. It was a mess. And I can remember that I was about to be released to return back to work after my surgery, and I was overwhelmed. I was more than overwhelmed. (laughs) I had not had any time, any energy, any physical strength to get anything done especially for school. The anxiety of what I was going to return to at work was like the feeling of sinking into quicksand. I was so preoccupied by the what ifs of returning to work, returning to life, figuring out all this stuff all at one time, knowing that my students I had were some of the most complex, challenging group of students I'd ever taught in my life. All of the things, all of the thoughts They were overflowing. And so for about a week before the event that I'm going to share with you, I couldn't sleep. Not only didn't I have this new baby that I was taking care of, still waking up at all hours of the night, I was like in physical pain navigating my home life with a knee scooter because I couldn't walk. And so I couldn't sleep for fear of what I was going to walk or scoot into at work. I was afraid. Like, what would my coworkers think? What Would they would they understand it? Would I have to explain what happened? Would they think that I wasn't doing a good enough job? Would my students be behind? How was I going to catch up with all the things that I'd missed when I was out? And how am I going to get all these IEPs done? How was I going to get to work when I can't drive? How was I going to take care of my actual children at home with all the stress that this was putting me through? And about three days before I returned on a Sunday, hence the Sunday Scaries pep talk top topic, I was sleep-deprived, anxiety-ridden. I finally hit my breaking point, and I called my mom hysterically crying, like that sobbing, you can't catch your breath crying to tell her that I needed to go to a mental hospital. I was terrified. I'd never felt so fearful, so exhausted, so depressed, anxious, and I really could not get my mind to stop. It was constantly going, making up all these stories about what could happen in the future, and I felt like if I didn't check myself in somewhere, I would like surely lose it. And I thought that this was the only real way that I would be able to get any rest, my body, my mind, my soul, the rest that it needed, because otherwise there was no rest. Someone would think I was weak. I would have to power through. I was afraid that I wasn't enough. I wasn't prepared and I didn't have the support that I needed. And while my story, you know, is rather extreme. I tell you this story because maybe you felt this way. Maybe the challenges at home were crazy, uncontrollable. Maybe you thought you couldn't get any rest any other way. Maybe the stress of your personal life has bled or is bleeding into Work and now you're surrounded by the stress at all angles. Maybe you think, Well, Brittany tells me all these things, and she's just one of those lucky teachers who just dealt with a blip of burnout and tells me all these tips and tricks that would never work for me. No, like I'm here to tell you at my lowest point, my personal and professional burnout, the Sunday scaries, they impacted me so much. That I spent three days in a mental health facility to try to get myself together, to allow myself to rest. I realized while I was there that truly it was my lack of taking true time to rest, to process, to really take care of myself that led to these extreme feelings of dread. I tell you all of that to say there is no shame. And getting more intensive support if that's what you need whether you need a therapist or you just need a method to take a real break don't be afraid to do that the more proactive you are the less likely you are to have a complete and utter breakdown like I had and I tell you that story because recently one of the community members recently shared her Sunday breakdown story with me and she said these words I know it probably sounds silly to you no No, it doesn't. I want you to know how real it is to me and how I've experienced these struggles to show you that transforming those feelings and your life is absolutely possible. And I had to be honest with her and now with y'all too, that I've been there. I know what that's like, and you are definitely Definitely not alone. So, through this experience and many more little hurdles and medium challenges along the way, the number one thing that I realized is that we need to empower ourselves when it comes to these Sunday scaries. We need to reclaim our weekends, take back our Sundays, our Saturdays, instead of allowing our week ahead to really steal the joy of the weekend. We need to recognize the reasons that we are experiencing those scaries. There are so many obstacles, but here's the reality. Sunday scaries come from fear. Fear of the unknown, fear of not doing enough, fear of not being prepared. So maybe you're fearful that you're not prepared enough. What if this happens? What if that happens? Getting stuck in these stories of how your preparedness would affect your whole week. Maybe you don't have a system that will work for you specifically that allows you to prepare in advance. You're afraid you won't have enough time to get it all done. You might be giving your power to other people. Like even if we have full autonomy to call the shots, sometimes we wait for permission to make a decision. So our procrastination in waiting for permission leads us to feeling unprepared. This fear can really manifest as uncertainty, anxiety about what that upcoming week is going to bring, whether it be work responsibilities, personal challenges, unexpected events, all of those things. But another fear could be just the fear of failure. Maybe you avoid taking risks or trying new things where you stick to tried and true methods, even if they're not effective. Maybe you lack the confidence. And it leads to this fear of failure or your perfectionism leads you to not being able to let go of those small mistakes or imperfections. Maybe you're ruminating over some constructive criticism you received, feeling fearful, you know, that it's going to happen again. This anxiety about not being able to meet expectations, whether they be self-imposed or imposed by others, can really show up in your Sundays as fear of making mistakes or not being good enough. The third fear that you might have is either being fired or not doing enough. And let me tell you right now that if you're afraid of being fired, your fear of saying no and implementing boundaries as a teacher, that's irrational. It is a disempowered way of living life. What I want you to do is lean into that fear, the fear in losing your job because all of your actions are rooted in that fear do you believe that you're not good enough for your job do you believe that you don't add incredible value to the work you deliver do you believe that hard work is directly correlated to the hours that you put in over committing and saying yes to everyone at the expense of your own health or well-being those are the questions that we have to lean into we need to step into that power so you can confidently communicate what you can and cannot take on so that you can kindly and professionally and assertively say no and gain respect from doing so because running around saying yes to everyone working at all hours and thinking that you're still not good enough and if you don't do more that you're going to get fired that's not a way to gain respect from others it is however the quick trip to burnout town and once you hit burnout You are not even going to have the energy to do the job, which means you could, in fact, lose that job anyways. These fears, these scaries are holding you back. They are stifling you from living authentically, impacting your overall potential, not allowing you joy, fulfillment, excitement, and passion. They're robbing you of your rights to actually enjoy life. You deserve more than that. Your well-being is way more important than just for you. It's important for your family, the students you're molding and shaping every day, and yourself. It's a ripple effect. So what can we do to reclaim our weekends and stop allowing the scaries to rob us of our joy and excitement? If you're part of my email list, every Sunday, I send my newsletter named the Self-Care Sunday newsletter, because that was one of the first ways that I reclaimed my Sundays and my weekends. I started making Sundays my day to just do me. like Instead of making my day all about fear and worry, I reclaimed my Sunday by structuring it into my day for full on just doing whatever was going to bring me back to me. And now I have since then recognized that just having this one day where I focus on doing things I enjoy is not something that's really sustainable for my mental health. It is important, however, to schedule these many me times throughout my week and schedule those into my planner as non-negotiables. But really turning our Sundays into a vibe Now that's a powerful shift. Maybe it's just like a super skincare routine. Maybe it's just like taking a hike to a local waterfall or other nature activity. Maybe it's just making Sunday dinner with your family with new recipes, and that just becomes something that your family looks forward to. Something special that's set up specifically for your Sundays and that you truly look forward to hypes you up, and it's just something that you do every Sunday, it really has the power to change that mindset. Now, I'm not saying that you have to do the same thing every Sunday because if you're anything like me, it makes it redundant and it loses its sparkle. But just having those special things planned out in advance so that you're not like, oh yeah, I have to take care of myself today or what do I want to do? You know, those types of things. When Sunday has actually arrived, it's about incorporating something that you look forward to. But also incorporating something you look forward to on mondays because what happens is that on sundays we're worried about mondays right if we have something that we look forward to on mondays that can really get us excited for another week to begin so not only do we want to have this like self-care sunday mentality with a little me times throughout the week but also reclaim and get excited about our Monday ritual. Maybe every Monday you pick up a Starbucks on the way to work instead of making your own coffee, and that's just like your special Monday-only routine. Or maybe you have date night with your partner every Monday evening. The idea behind these changes is that we shouldn't just have me time or joyful activities reserved for our weekends, because then we have the mindset that our work gets all of our energy all of us during the week, and we live for the weekends. So really reclaiming your everyday life and making it something that lights you up is really the key here. And then the last thing that really helped me slay those Sunday scaries was me setting aside a specific time during the week to plan and organize for the upcoming week. That way, the focus wasn't on the unpreparedness Or my week ahead, stealing my weekend. Now, I know so many teachers who do this on Sundays where they're working on lesson plans or meal planning for the next week. And I used to do that too. But let's be real. That can kind of kill your Sunday vibe. And we are focusing on slaying those Sunday scaries. So what I do is I structure this similarly to how I would like my prep or my planning periods at school. And honestly, oftentimes I'll actually use my planning period to complete this. But I call them personal prep and plan. So this is a meeting that I have with myself every week. I map out my whole next week. I map out where I'm going to spend my time and energy, not only for like my planning periods, school stuff, lessons, all that for the next week, but also like my personal time, my personal energy as well. I look at any schedule events coming up, any events the kids have, important tasks for the next week, meal plan, grocery list, all those sorts of things. And like I said, I used to do these on Sundays, but it really just added more stress to my everyday life where I was just thinking about what I needed to add to this And it just wasn't working it was stealing my joy so i started doing these on thursdays or fridays it changes depending on what my week actually looks like but the personal plan and prep is scheduled for the next week at my previous meeting that way i was starting my weekend with my next week planned and prepped for class, but also for my personal life, which is a huge game changer in how much I actually was able to be present on my weekends. And this may sound silly, but instead of making it something that I dread, like, oh, I got to plan and prep for the next week ahead, I put on some music, I get out my planner, my running to-do list, I get into this like state of flow where it's like one of those things I actually look forward to. And there's something so fulfilling about romanticizing your life and making things that seems so redundant and overwhelming, like getting into a mindset of building out your life. It's totally slayed those fears of not being prepared or not being enough or the unknown by really changing how I went about preparing and spending my weekends. So all in all, I want you to remember your job, it's not who you are. It's just a piece of you. So we've got to stop allowing this minute fraction of who we are take up so much emotional space in our lives where it ends up stealing away our weekend joy and the gifts that each week has to offer us. When you can zoom out and get this different perspective, you're going to be able to recognize that the Sunday anxiety, these worries, these fears, none of those things are going to matter Next week or next year or in two years, just changing your perspective is going to help you relax and not put so much unnecessary time, energy, and pressure into worrying about the future. Instead, we can recreate how we see our Sundays by making our Sunday something we look forward to, creating a Monday tradition or a ritual to get us looking forward to our Mondays and having these plan and prep meetings for our lives where we just really check in with ourselves each week before. Before the weekends arrive and be the creator of how we want to live and what we stand for. We have more control in these situations than we think. No matter what you do, if you choose to stress or not this Sunday or today, Monday or tomorrow is just going to be fine. Even if it's the worst day ever, which likely it will not be, it's still going to be fine. Why choose to ruin that moment? Reclaim your moments and actually live your life. Remember, you are a resilient teacher. We're in this together. You've got this.